Hi, this is Joe Jackson. It's July the 28th, 2023. And roughly a week ago, Sinead O'Connor uploaded a video to share with her fans views of her new apartment in London that she no doubt saw as signifying the start of a new life. Watching that video clip now is unbearably sad. In fact, even at the start of this week, did any of us think it would end with Sinead being dead? I certainly didn't. Although this has reminded me yet again of how tenuous our ties to life can be. Either way, within minutes of hearing that Sinead had died, I reposted a podcast based on an interview we did in 2000 about the music that made her the artist and the woman she was. It's still hard to speak in the past tense of Sinead. But on the night I was too upset to listen to the podcast, I just reposted it and hoped that people who were missing her, as I was, as someone she called a friend, and who had many soul-searching conversations with Sinead, might take solace from hearing her at her most life-affirming speaking about the music she loved. That podcast, Sinead O'Connor, The Music That Made Me, has since turned out to be the most downloaded podcast I have ever made. But it wasn't until last night a listener sent me a message on Facebook asking if a particular Bob Marley song was the song that Sinead said she wanted played at her funeral. I suddenly remembered that it was. Then I checked the podcast and discovered that I ended the podcast two years ago with Sinead talking about her death, yet laughing and saying it wouldn't happen, she hoped, until she was an old lady, and that then... She had no intention of going anywhere. Sometimes we tap into things we don't understand and that I, like Sinead, believe can be cosmic energy forces. Maybe at some level I knew when I ended that podcast and Sinead knew back in 2000 that she might never live to be an old lady. This brings us to another timely and timeless comment Sinead made towards the end of this clip. She says that just because a person dies doesn't mean their magic is gone. Amen to that. And I bet if you close your eyes and listen with all your heart and soul and senses to this little chat with Sinead, you will probably feel her presence again. Okay, but but this is core to your belief in music, is that you do see people like Presley, Lennon, Marley and that as kind of Mm. Uh, religious leaders yeah, I see those in a post-religious age I see those as rabbis would be a more suitable word as far as their teachers uh, of spirituality um, and also a lot through a lot of Jamaican music and, and not just Barb Marley but Sizzler uh, Budgie Bant and a lot of those people like I learned all my scriptures through reggae records you know, all right. or through Bob Dylan records you know. Okay which again which I think a lot of theologians forget or don't notice that in a post-religious age a lot of us do take our teachings from our pop icons Yeah absolutely, absolutely. And, and you did from someone like Marley well, he was very much a priest and someone who used music as his ministry, which is obviously something that I would uh, think I'm aiming for and have always been since my first record. Um, so but did he give you that sense originally that everyone has a right to a mission and yeah, a right that, to assert that, that, that space? Yeah, that's very much what he, I think, was teaching uh, subliminally and very obviously and consciously that every single person on this earth has a right to a sense of mission and a right uh, to believe that they have the power to change things or to make lightning, you know. Uh, is that famous? To shine a light, goes. we can quote Dylan again. So, yeah, 
Some, okay, so you want to hear us play Ride Natty Ride? Yeah. Why that song okay. above the others? Uh, well, I like the idea of what the song talks about. Again, as Rastafari is very about magic and the, the belief is very much that God is magic, which is very much what I believe also. And that the song talks really about magic and how the death of a person really doesn't mean that that person is gone or that the magic is gone. And how no matter what happens to, to pull you down when, when you're on a spiritual course, often a lot of things will come in your way to pull you down. But no matter what does happen, um, if you do really have faith and you do really believe, then nothing can pull you down. Although you may, it's, it's the kind of weebles wobble, but they don't fall down. Would, you, would you have taken uh, consolation or solace from a song like this when your mother died? No, I didn't actually get into Bob Marley until I was about 23. In fact, I never even heard Van Morrison until I was about 21. When I, I moved to London when I was 17, actually. So I got into Van when I was about 18. My record company gave me a Van Morrison record. I'd never heard him before. Okay. Bob Marley, I didn't get into until I was about 22, 23. Um, And then I certainly found him a huge comfort uh, during some years, which were very difficult spiritually for me, just growing out of my 20s or whatever, which is a difficult time for everybody, I think. And a song like this particularly. Well, also, this is my funeral song, my big funeral song, when I'm a very old lady and I finally kick it. (laughs) I'm going to have this played about 10 times really loud. (laughs) Just so that everybody knows I ain't gone nowhere. Hi, this is Joe Jackson. I thank you for listening to this podcast.